Back on deck on my fly shit. Uh, really on, really on my shit. Uh, pay some respect to my mindset. Hair blowing smoke, catch a contact. Hey everybody, welcome to the newest episode of PS Podcast. I'm your host Reg Thomas, and today we have probably the hardest working stand-up comedian in the New York comedy scene on the episode. We have a good friend of mine from Yonkers, New York, Nori Davis. Nori has uh, recorded four stand-up comedy specials so far. He's on his fifth one coming out later on this year. Nori Davis is one of the funniest comedians I've ever known. Uh, he's when I first started doing comedy, he was one of the guys who I could always come to for advice, and he remains one of those people. So I'm very happy to share his vibe and his comedy with you guys. So please enjoy. Reg Thomas is not a role model. He is a comedian. Some of the things he says may cause a person to get hurt, expelled, arrested, possibly deported. To put it another way, if you're offended by this, don't blame N Stars. Time for a smoke session. I don't know if I need to spend less time on black Twitter. And when I say black Twitter, I'm talking about black women's tweets because when they say the culture, they're talking about black girls. I just want y'all to know that. Like black girls are the ones who move the needle when it comes to like black culture. And I just been, I don't know, man. Like you read enough stuff, you read enough different opinions on stuff, you'd be like, yo, damn, what the fuck going on outside? And it's like, yo, it's like niggas are out here really wildin'. Black dudes are out here really wildin'. And as much as I want to wag the finger at niggas and be like, yo, y'all got to get y'all shit together. I sit back and think about some of my wild episodes with women. I'm like, I've, I've definitely been a wild nigga. One time I was seeing this chick. We weren't even seeing each other long. Like maybe 30 business days. Not even. And she was older than me. She was like, she, I'm going to call her a chick. She was 40. So you can call her like a old ass bitch. And uh. We were seeing each other. It was like this. Like this was some of the most intense sex I had ever had in my life. This was like we were fucking the shit out of each other. And uh, I just like she, she was older than me. She got very possessive, and she started trying to like take, like trying to hold, like trying to like, control me too much. And I was young, and I didn't really know how to deal with that. And so I just started taking very uh, immature, uh, emotionally immature routes to get out, like. I don't know if it, like I like I just was like you know just started fading on her, started talking to other bitches on the side because we weren't really official, but like we were official, we were fucking like we were official, so I can't even say that we weren't. But then she got very upset at me because I didn't want to be with her no more. One night I was on the road in D.C. and she called my phone back to back like on some real controlling shit. She called my phone till my iPhone died. You know how my times you got called an iPhone. To kill an iPhone battery. You know how long your iPhone lasts on one percent? She called enough to kill the one percent of my iPhone battery. And then I, I was like, "You know what we got? We got it. We're done." She made nine Instagram pages. Nine Instagram pages, and they were all screenshots from a sex tape we made. And they were all like named like Reg is a bum, bum and ass Reg. Do you know Bummy Reg? It was a lot. By the end of the week, she put so many M's on the word bum. It was like, Reg is a bum. This bitch was upset. This bitch was very upset. All my homeboys tried to be supportive. They like, we flagging it. We flagging it. That's cool. But can y'all niggas stop liking the photos? That'd be dope. My homeboys like, that's why you got they white girls. A white girl would have never did you like that. I'm like, you right. A white girl would did worse. White girls and black girls just get mad different. White girl gets mad. Niggas go missing. Me and Reg were having a fight. 
Then I went on my nightly run. And now Reg is missing. Whole time I'm wrapped up in a yoga mat in the back of this bitch's Prius. Don't believe the hype, my niggas. Yeah, man. She said I was... Every time people hear this story, they always be like, well, what the... Women. Men don't give a fuck. Women always know to ask the right question. Women and their fucking questions. What did you do to make her go crazy? Because bitches are crazy, but we go crazy when you give us a reason to go crazy. She said I was gaslighting her. I didn't know what gaslighting, what the term gaslighting was at the time. She said I was gaslighting her. I was like, bitch, of course I'm gassing you. You gassing me. How you supposed to know I like you if I'm not gassing you up? That is not what gaslighting means. It's some other shit. Some shit she made up because she crazy. Gaslighting is... Gaslighting is when someone brings up a concern and you dismiss the concern. You you make it seem like it's, they're bugging for having that concern. And and I think and when I had to go learn like yo like this this experience is like that's why this like this is why this is one part of why niggas gotta do better. Like that experience was so traumatic to me. I went to therapy. I started working on myself. I was like like the shit was so wild. I had to really sit there and really be like yo nigga she is crazy. But you are, you, nigga, you're not innocent. I had to really sit back and like, yo, how'd you get it? Because I'm a young comedian trying to have a career. She followed comedy clubs. She followed bookers. She followed everyone she could with these pictures. It took a lot of, it's like I had to go to therapy I just, to, just to figure out what's going on with me. Like, and then like, even then, I still had to go to therapy. But I before that, I had experiences with women where I should have really already knew to get my shit together. I've had experiences that helped me get my shit together for sure. But I just didn't know how to do it because I was set on making it through comedy. So it took the t- it took its time. But I knew I was going to get my shit together. But one time I was hooking up with this girl and she uh, I didn't know this, but I got her pregnant. She had a secret abortion behind me. And I didn't want this woman to have my child at all. She had two kids already. Like she had, she had her own reasons to why she had that secret abortion. But when I found out she did it in secret, it hurt me so many for so many different reasons. I was like, it made me think, like, damn, like, am I so mean that this girl thought that, like, if she'd have told me uh, that she thought I'd have went off on her, like, is that what I'm on? And then the other part of me was like, also, nigga, I'm so broke that I cannot afford a random baby. That was another really big stuff. I was like, nigga, like, you know, like, I, I, at the time, I was really feeling myself. Like, I was doing comedy shows around town, and I was thinking shit was jinking. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm that nigga. I'm fucking killing it. And then, like, that reality was like, yo, nigga, a bitch wouldn't trap you, nigga, all right? A bitch would catch you and throw you back in the water, all right? You were not a prize fish. And it humbled me a lot. It humbled me a lot. I went and got my credit right. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a trappable nigga. But it's shit like that. Like, I was so self-entitled in my mindset when I was younger that I thought I thought, I thought, thought the world owed me shit, and it didn't. And I, like, you know, it took, it took a couple bad spills. It took a couple women just as wicked as me to really show me, like, yo, you got to fucking relax. And I hope a lot of you niggas find that same woman, and hopefully she's not as rough as with you as she, mine was with me. But a lot of niggas gotta get their shit up, man. A lot of niggas gotta step it up. Like, you can't just give yourself an excuse as to why you're not being a, a real adult, a real man. You either gonna stay ten toes down and do it, or you just not. 
really but like y'all you fucking it up for the nigga for the real niggas who are really putting it in for dudes who are finally getting their shit together or dudes who are learning or dudes who are you know you're making a lot of people look bad bro but at the same time the dudes like niggas who are really killing it we we actually are killing it we good we don't really we ain't really worried but like in general i would like y'all to look good too and that's that note to self skirt if you guys ever want to be up to date on the newest hollywood news make sure you check out nstars.com e-n-s-t-a-r-z.com nstars.com all right welcome back to another episode of p.s a podcast i'm your host reg thomas Today, we have a very special guest, a good friend of mine. Uh, this man right here is the hardest working man in the New York comedy scene. He's probably one of the hardest, hardest working comedians in America. Uh, multiple comedy albums. You've seen him on Comedy Central. Uh, you've seen him on HBO. He's a very funny guy. Uh, he's not, like, you know, he's a New Yorker, but he's not a New Yorker like me. I'm from the boroughs, and he's not, so I can't say he's from uptown. He's from up north, all right? Today, I have the one and only Nori Davis with me. Nori, was good, What's bro? What's up, baby? Y.O. in the building. Yes. <laughs> the borough right outside the Bronx. Yeah, Yonkers tried to fight to be a borough, but I don't think I'm part of that. That, 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 that struggle? Whole, yeah, that part of that struggle. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just Yonkers, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's what happens when you travel the world. You be like, okay, there's more than, than this. It's so much more. But I don't think I'm up north. I'm definitely north of all y'all. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's north is like to, to us, it's like, that's Albany and Rochester. That's north, nigga. That is up north. That's, that's, that's up north. But I can understand. Like, I'm you, north you BK, right? they start having state prisons. Do they have prisons in Oh, yeah, Yonkers? yeah, yeah. They got prisons. Yeah, they, they got the Yonkers prison. So, yeah, okay. It's north. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, we, don't every Brooklyn got prisons? We got city jails. <laughs> yeah. Nah, ain't that a prison right there off the Brooklyn Bridge? That one right, that building right there, that's a prison, right, dog? Yeah, that's a state. That's like a city that's jail. A, that's, that's a city, a city jail? jail, yeah. Shit. That's like holding. That's like bookings. A bookings? Nah, yeah. them niggas be in there for a long time. Yeah, they, yeah. Right? Niggas, be... paper, niggas' paperwork do get messed up. People's paperwork get messed up. <laughs> I know how that life is. Never again. Fuck that. Yo, so like now that I got you here, like you one of the hardest working dudes, and like uh, just over the years Thank of you, watching man. you build up your career, it's just certain things that I've seen you do that a lot of other comedians like just don't even know how. Like I'm like, yo, Nori got some type of magic, or at least a team. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like you're one of the few people who I've, I feel like I've seen independently put a machine together behind them because it's like the type of looks you've managed to get yourself, the type of like things you've ever put finesse for yourself. I'm like, I'm constantly like, oh, and I, you know, what's, what's silly is that that I have you on my podcast to ask you this. I could have just called you and asked you this, but like, do you have like a marketing team? Or do you have like a like? Are you working with some people? Like, how do you like? I have like I have a team of people I know could put things together for okay. me, but the visions are usually mine. They're, they're always mine, and then I just like. But you got a team of people who can execute for who you. Who can execute? Yeah, I mean that's always been since college, bro. Like I was in art advertising, I just wasn't good with like. Okay. So I'd be like, "Yo, you can do this for me. This be great." Cause yeah, like <laughs> that's one thing. Like for sure, like uh, as careers further, I see like like yesterday I heard two comedians at the cellar. They were having a conversation, like older comics, and they were talking about how to use TikTok and uh, how do you how to um get videos with subtitles under there. And one of them was like, "Hey, you know about these types." Files, right? Because if you know these type of files, that's how you convert it up. And I'm like, you see, everyone's like trying to constantly learn and like develop the new stuff. Yeah. But your stuff felt very streamlined. It felt very like, oh, this guy already knows what to be doing. Yes. As opposed to people who were stumbling, like, okay, this is the next thing to do. Yeah. It felt like Nori was like, oh, this is clearly like. Yes. 
Uh, I'm, to the point where you've dropped so much, it allows you to drop so much content. Yes. Like, I'm so astonished at how you're able to run through material in like a year's time. Like, you'll do like two album recordings or something. Like, if you really, if you're really, really pushing That's it. what I'm doing right now. Like, I already got one hour done and I'm doing a second hour for just the album recording. And, but the hour I already did, that's, that's a visual one with like more act outs and just in case. Um, I get like a buyer that wants to like work with me down the line, like like next year. But yeah, man, that's all that's all trauma, brother. I'm just putting my trauma to work. I feel you. <laughs> I'm just putting that trauma to work. That's it. Go to get the work trauma. You so you just saying? mentioned something like this album has more act outs. This yeah, the uh, so the the visual one has more act outs and the audio one is like more jokes with act outs too because it's an audio album. I just love audio albums. I, I came up in them. So. And so now this is your which number album is this? This audio is about to. It's gonna be the fifth one, number five, baby. Boom, boom. So when my so like I'm starting to pick up some of your vibes here. So yeah, yeah. When, and when approaching putting new material together, putting a new album together. You, you have a theme to it? Like, all right, this one's going to have more act-outs. This one's going to have more storytelling. Is that, is that yes. a thing in the construction yeah, of it all? I, I have a, a narrative of, like, what I want to talk about. So when you're listening to it, you get involved in it, and then, like, time is just stops. So the narrative I have for this audio album is going to be just talking about the truth and, like, just breaking down things that is, like, it's, like, real facts but funny. So when people listen to it, it, they can be like, oh man, that is true. That is shit like that, and hopefully that wakes them up a little bit. And then the other, the other hour I have is just about hurt. It's just about like our emotional trauma that's being passed down, emotional family trauma, and trying to heal from that. And then all the woes of like how that shit just hurts and therapy and all that shit. So I just like want to put out work to where it's like, oh that nigga talked about this, and then like I had that experience, and then hopefully they can like transfer it to their to their art. So yeah, don't you. So, what are the themes? What are the themes in this audio that you like? You already went over some of the themes, but like, yeah. So, the, in particular, bits that you enjoy. I'm not actually ooh, give me the whole material. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. what are the ones you're like? I love. This, I love telling this joke. Oh man. Oh yeah. Right now, talking about the the beginnings of homosexuality and transphobia. You know, since the climate that we're in with Dave, um, and I don't even blame him because I feel like he is a product of black. I'm happy you touched base on it. We're going to yeah. talk about that some yeah, more, yeah. but finish your thought. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I feel like he's a, the base of, uh, a product of black supremacy, which came from white supremacy. You know, just uh, our culture just being so starved for not being seen or loved. And so when anybody in the LGBT community gets something, they're like, that's bullshit, man. Why that, why that motherfucker get that? Or matter of fact, not even seeing them equal to them. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why we got niggas that be like Pauls or like chill. Like, yeah. like, like, you know what I'm saying? That's masculinity where it's just like, nah, nigga, that's your gay sound. Like, you gotta be a man, you gotta be hard, which is not even true at all. Like, you can be as comfortable with your sexuality and be a man at the same time. So, yeah, I've been working on that same material while trying to be less good. homophobic. Like, good. I don't say no homo no more. I say yeah. yes hetero. <laughs> yes hetero? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's a funny joke. That's a good joke. But like, that's kind of, that's still good like translating to your niggas of like, uh, like the community and your audience of like, look man, we're progressing from away from homophobia, you know, trans people, genitalia, black people, white people, like, when I see you perform, yo, your shit, like, it's so, like, a very direct narrative of who you are, and that's just fucking hilarious, dog. You fucking hilarious. You're, I'm a fan of yours, too. Bro, thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, like, and then, like, you have family members in your, in your family yeah, who, go, who deal with this. Yeah, my brother's trans, man. Grew up with him. So, Grew like, so this is... Whole transition. Was it, was a real, it was a real uh, realization I had yeah. last year when, when black people in the streets protesting, 
and it was like Black Lives Matter, and then like in the side you would hear Black Trans Lives Matter. I'm like, why would y'all? You, like, that's yeah, like clearly, <laughs> duh. And then yeah. they, and then like it, and then I was like, why would they even say that? And it was like their rebuttal was like, is it clear, bro? Like, yeah. do you see how Black people treat their Black, bro. like gay and trans relatives? And I was like, it, but it took me a minute to really realize that, like, oh, there's an issue. A huge There's issue. There's a big issue. And that's our privilege. We have the male black privilege that we don't even see the pain of our own people lower than us. So now we don't even put up, we keep putting our shoes. We refuse to even picture them being lower than us. And exactly. Like, you're like, and I'm like, it's pretty gay that we're fighting to be the bottom. You're like, you gay. If I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> but you fucking get it, dog. You get it. Yeah. So it's just recognizing those people as marginalized and that we're equal to them and they're equal to us and we do not need to compare our pain to their pain. Yeah. And that's like the theme of the new audio album. Yeah. Just gonna put that out there, man. That's fire. Thanks, bro. I'm happy you're working on that. All right, so yeah. what were your thoughts on the Dave Chappelle? Oh, man. Uh, basically, like, yeah, like he's coming from, I call that him like- That same viewpoint you just discovered. Yeah, I call him like, on my album, I call him Ron Crow niggas. Like it's the opposite of Jim Crow. Yeah. Like just separation of the sexes, that Ron Crow shit. You know what I mean? So like, Every time like you hold a banana, like there's that Ron Crow voice, like that shit gay, that shit gay, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, or like when you be like, yo, I'm like, what meat you want in your thing? And then that Ron Crow bro is like, say pause, say pause. Yeah, exactly. Why I gotta say pause? That's what I'm on gay, nigga, right? gay. You like, want meat in your mouth? What? <laughs> I'm on the same way. Like, I see a dude eat a hot dog now, I don't even mention the word glizzy. Yeah, I'd be like, like, yo, you was hungry. You hungry? You know what I mean? We had a barbecue. You see how that was just in our subconscious? And if, like, I get the, the baby. Like, I get where he, like, look where he was. Nah, raised. the baby was kind of wildin'. The baby oh, was kind of I didn't say he wasn't, but I'm just saying. The baby I, got so specific. He's I like, know. You ain't out here giving blowjobs in, in parking lots. So I'm like, lot, yeah. who, who, who did you catch doing that? I mean, them grinding niggas be doing that. But look, that's just not, he don't need to be saying that shit. <laughs> that, that, right, that's their like, business. But that's it's just love. like what we saying, though. It's just like, it's just <laughs> like what we saying. If the world, if the world was a little bit more, like, safe for them to be themselves and they wouldn't have to like be exactly. up to like wild behavior. Cause that's one of the things where, Unless they were into that. And and that's the thing about with Chappelle and understand the sensitivity of like keep talking about their genitalia where like trans women Yeah are I just learned that you black. cannot you cannot talk about that. Not at all. It's none of your business. Like we're just so obsessed with like what's in there? You got Also you very got, ashamed that I just this, learned that. Yeah you that's none of your business bro. Like it's but people like heterosexual niggas like like they nosy man. It's they don't worry about their genitalia. Like, mind your business. That's it. Yeah, it's just a lot of like. <laughs> and like, plus, they're being killed and murdered. Yeah, like, they get killed. And that was and the murdered. other thing that he, can't get he a job. Dropped, that was the other thing he dropped the ball on. He didn't even talk about black trans people who are really dying and like they're the ones who like why yeah. it's a real cause. Yeah, he, he only about, like waging war against the white ones and it's like and he like in his argument like I thought he was hilarious but I just felt like his argument was like was it was ill put together. Yeah, it just wasn't substantial. Like it didn't have any um, platform because. You're talking about trans women and their genitalia, and then you think you have the permission to do that because one of your trans friends you probably just befriended died of suicide. So like he's he's kind <laughs> of doing that like, thing. And it feels like yo, did you just befriend this trans person just to get these That's jokes? That's upset. <laughs> that, it's that whole thing like white dude doing racist jokes. Like I got black friends. Like what? No, you don't, nigga. You just yeah, he like, just I, I, met Reg. Yeah, he just. <laughs> You just met that nigga. What are you talking about? I got trans friends. I, I can do this, man. My friend Dad. Debbie let you know. It was like, yeah, I got the one. I got Daphne. Remember Daphne? Yeah, remember that? When she was around. Mm -hmm. That was all, you know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Exactly. So it was, it was like that. Ah, bruh. But yeah. This podcast is brought to you by NSTARS. For the latest news in Hollywood, follow NSTARS.com. E-N-S-T-A-R-Z.com.
Yeah, yeah, man. When I was learning, like, because it's it's all learning. And um, mm-hmm. so one time I was having a conversation with my friend. I was like, I was like, do you know that it's it's bad manners to identify a trans person? Like, let's say if a, if a trans person walks in. And you, and you know that you notice that they might you assume that they might be trans. Yeah. And you say hey, you identify them as trans before they say that they're a trans person. Very like faux pas. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then when just... I learned that, I was like, oh shit. Okay, my bad. You're supposed to play along. And my boy was like, definitely do not say play along. Like, yeah. Like, Whoa. <laughs> my boy. My boy said play along. Like was way worse than anything else. I said. He said do not say play along. Don't play along. Yeah. Nah. Don't say that shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're so black men. We are becoming like what white men were like ten years ago, and like you know, white men canceled. So now black men, we are out here now. Niggas just is ready to be canceled. I don't even know why. That's what I'm saying. Niggas so now they gotta learn canceled. their ignorance because they never saw gay people equal to them. They just like that nigga gay. He, yeah. Whatever the fuck you doing? But it's like nah, he he's he's your family. First of all, he's your cousin. He she. They got pronouns she, non-binary, and they can't get hired nowhere because of being discriminated. And if like they get in a relationship, some nigga chokes them out and kills them because of who they are. There's that. And then there's trans men, like my brother, who are cis passing and quiet, don't talk. They just chill. Like they don't want nobody to know anything because that's another thing. Like you that movie, watch that movie, Boys Don't Cry, man. Like that was a white version of it, but black people go through that same storyline even worse. That's why there's houses, it, houses burning, like the house I've definitely seen that. You ever seen that little video? Like the little boy, he might be like eight or twelve, and like that family suspects he might be gay, and they just like it's like a gang of adults just picking on him, like roasting him. And I'm like, really? Yeah. See, that's even that, man. Yeah, and then people think that's appropriate, and like it be your own family. That's why. That's why they leave, and like they have their own. That's the, why they don't fuck with the you house of burning, the house of luxuries, the house of like they have their own houses and they, they have their own community where it's just like. They are our brothers and sisters also, or whoever or how yeah. they identify. Because it's like, man, like, even outside <laughs> of, like, just like, we gay it, or trans man. people, it's like, yeah, when your family, when you like, grow up in a toxic environment that don't fuck with you, it's like, you pick up and leave, you per- you pick up and go as far away from your family as you can. Yeah. And then they're surprised as to why you, <laughs> they're like, why don't you? Why you ain't with us? Why you don't come no more? Yeah. They're oh. like, yo, because I'd have probably killed myself if I hung around you. Exactly. Depression or maybe somebody in the family killed them or hurt them and then they got to get away. So it's so good to have this healthy conversation as heterosexual black men. So like, we're op- hopefully we're opening up the eyes of others to be like, oh yeah, like, just mind my fucking business and be like, all right, just show respect. That's it. Okay. Seeing humanity, man. That's it. All right. So over the years, you've grown. I tried. Have you had some whack moments in comedy where you probably let some people down? Of course. I, shit, I always let myself down. I could be doing better. <laughs> <laughs> but that violent voice in my head, like inner violence, that's that's mental health shit. But let people down? I mean, shit. They would have to tell you. I don't even know who the people are. Right. I mean, but I always try to like do the best I can so I can be happy and love myself as much more as possible as I can. So... You probably talking about that bomb or something? I'm always bomb. bombing. Yeah, yeah, that's the way you learn, baby. You're not always bombing. Man. You're not always bombing. If You're always cool. working on new shit, though. I'd be like, damn, this nigga. Because <laughs> Norio do a joke that you love. You'd be like, yo, I love that joke. And you'll never see that joke ever again. That joke, <laughs> that joke is on an album somewhere <laughs> on the internet. It's, like, yeah, it's on YouTube. So, yeah, you and you. Norio got plenty of jokes that you got to request. Be like, yeah. hey, man, you mind throwing this one back? That's hilarious. Yeah, and I probably won't remember it. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. I have to listen to it to remember like where I was coming from in that time. Yeah, I'm just always trying to evolve, always evolving. Yeah, yeah man. It is a it is a mess trying to keep up with Nori's new Hilarious. Don't keep up with me, man. We all live in our own. Because I enjoy your sense. I'll be like, yo, this guy is fucking great. <laughs> Thank you, dog. I appreciate you. And then man. you do it, and then too. like your your sound effect, like Nori can make sound effects. Like he can get noises and sounds out that I just can't. Ah, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be weird. I'm weird with it. Yeah, man. Nah, it's not. It's a part of your magic, man. I, lo- I love you, the sound dog. effects you can pull up. I'm like, this nigga. <laughs> I appreciate you, dog. Sound like a cartoon, nigga. You stupid. <laughs> yeah, I just have fun. I'll give a show, man. I I always loved out Martin, Jim Gaffigan, like probably my top five. Gaffigan, Martin. You still doing jokes about Rock, your kids? Chappelle. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's another thing on the album. Talking about child support. I never see that shit on the album, man. Like niggas. Be seventeen percent, baby. Woo. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got nine more years, which is fine. What? She's she trying to get more money. I, like I have no problem giving my daughter money, whatever she needs. But her is like it, it just it's just coming from um, soreness. You know what I'm saying? Just coming from bitterness. It's it's like this is not even about my daughter. This is, you why just you still mad. So like <laughs> you still mad? Why y'all can't be cool? I'm trying, but like nah, she she like Nora, nah, you fuck be, this look, nigga. Nora, I, you be on your shit though. I do not be on my shit like that. I said, you know how I know you be on your shit because we're friends. Yeah, okay. And we I be on my fr- shit. All right, that don't mean I'm on mine like that. Or we used to be. <laughs> we used to be. I ain't cheat on her like that. Nothing like, like that. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I did regular numbers. I was. You got that. You got forgive niggas, man. Like when, where the forgiveness that? This is about the child. That's what I'm saying. She got a. She got a. She got a thing against you, bro. I know. It's Megatron. I know. Megatron ain't gonna stop. And then you out here, <laughs> and then you got the nerve to be happy. <laughs> yup. So yeah. Be, so it's even worse. And and I also got the nerve to not care about money like that. Who the fuck? I'm I'm out here making what I want to make. The one time I thought you was in trouble. When you thought I was in you trouble. Was, you was seeing a shorty, and she did a joke about being a stepmom to your daughter, and I was like, don't let Nori baby mom see this joke. Oh man, yeah. That was a toxic show that I was with. Yeah. Lord. It's like, yo, Nori had to show you. I was like, yo, this, she going she gonna to get this nigga in an argument. Yep. She, was, was, she, she did a joke about how like great you do Like It was a nothing different. Yeah, I know the joke. But I was like, I'm the one that approved it. I was like, go ahead. Do your thing. Nah, I was you bugging. I was like, yo, <laughs> do not. Because just don't hey, just don't talk about my kid on stage. Yeah. <laughs> my BM, like, even if my BM fuck with you, she don't fuck with you. Bro, <laughs> I let a lot of things go with that. I, I was like, yeah, I was scared for you. I was like, yeah, all right. So maybe that that was the thing I was upset about. I upset people <laughs> with that relationship, <laughs> but I had to learn, man. I had to go through that. You shit. You just Rico so I was, before I even knew about that relationship, <laughs> you was already like, I, they was like, yeah, he's there engaged. I was like, yeah, man. I was yeah. like Nori. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I, I was, was like Nori. Is awesome up north nigga shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's nothing up north, nigga. That's trauma shit. Yo, girl, I, I'll show you. I'll show you. You can trust me, girl. Boom. Like, damn. Nope. <laughs> nah, that made it worse. Yeah, trauma has <laughs> definitely made me overcompensate in relationships. Yeah, man. Trauma is definitely. Healing. Yeah. Gotta get that healing, my nigga. Are you in therapy? I started. I gotta go back. It you started. Yeah. You, you lost what? It got a little expensive. It got expensive. Yeah. Damn, how much they want? Like one something? Yeah. They want a little something. They want a little something. Want a little but it was good, man. I, I recommend yeah. it. If you, wait, you, got, who no, do you go I to? I gotta recommend you want, man. I go to um, Vladimir. She she Haitian too. Oh, a Haitian lady in yeah, Vladimir. Yeah, therapy therapies for black men. 
It's great. Therapy's for black men. Check that out. Okay. Therapy for black men. And she she inexpensive. She worked with you. Have you had any breakthroughs recently? Oh my God, nigga. I'm like, when am I not crying on there with her? Yeah, like, isn't <laughs> it the like, best? Like, yeah. Crying is the best. Yes, yeah, crying is the best. <gasps> <laughs> Let that shit out. Like, you right. That shit. You do hurt. feel, yo, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. You do feel very spiritually light. Thank you. You do feel very light. Man, not man. My path is already written. I'm just enjoying the ride, dog. <laughs> so you, how long you been I in therapy? Got, I got my hands up, just roller coaster. How long you been in therapy? Ah, uh, it's been two shit, almost over over a year now. Like over a year, over a year, a couple. With this, a with this, yeah, therapy with this, yep. I started 2020. Once I left that relationship, and I kept going monthly, bro. And then that shit. You know when I first started going to therapy? You remember a couple years back when that girl got mad at me and made all them Instagram pages? Yes. Yeah. yeah that was true. You want to talk about trauma? Yeah. Man. Yeah. God I was like, damn. I had to hit the couch on that one. I, like that was so bad. I was yeah. really like, I was really like, you know what? This is me. I need to take responsibility Nigga. for where I'm at. Man, nigga, when I was walking out of jail, I was like, man, I have to go to therapy. Like, it's me. Why am I still putting myself in these positions where I'm walking out of jail? Like, I'm walking out of jail. Like, I'm walking home, no car. Like, just walking, being released. My my uh my 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 light blue, North Carolina, off whites on the streets of Yonkers, and it's raining a little bit, and I'm just like, let the rain come, bro. Like, yeah, because you know what it is? I'm like, yep, it's, it's time for me. Because it's that moment where you as a black man, you like, my freedom almost got snatched. Nigga. This, that was the second time, too. <laughs> like, all right, I'm, I'm awake now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, universe. All right, I see it now. Like, I remember being a whole yeah, time. One nigga was like, man, don't ever be in jail for no bitch. Fuck wrong with you, nigga. Like, you got to, like, walk away from that. And then even that, I did walk away. It's still come and get you. So yeah, the one time, niggas in, don't the one time I ever had a shorty like that, like <laughs> not not shorty like that, but one time I had a situation where uh, me and my girl got a little physical. She was trying to fight me, and like when we finally stopped and like we were able to talk with cooler heads, I said, "Yo, if you ever put me in a position where I might have to go to jail, I'm never talking to you again." Bro, I had that conversation. <laughs> my producer has a lot to say. Oh, my producer's yeah. like, "Uh, let me tell you about these hoes and putting the niggas in jail." But here's the thing. They put you in that position, right? Again. Nah, you, you can't put your hands on them. And then they block the door. What are you supposed to do? Exactly. There, there's no answer for that. There's no domestic class. There's no domestic class. Yo, like, you, you I, gotta, just like, start, I just start like, acting like them. Way, huh? I just start acting like them. I'm like, first off, this is very toxic behavior. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to. You're kidnapping me. I try. Hilarious. Yeah, nah. <laughs> they, they don't go fuck. Uh, yeah, yo, yo. They you want to? You want to know who don't care about the law? <laughs> a upset girl right. do not care about the law at all. Oh. And <laughs> you kidnap whole nigga. Bro, I remember you bringing me back. Now, damn, that was behind me. Yeah, nah, I'm man. Joking. That, but I, it, it's good to like sit here free. I, I remember one time like, her, her brother had to come get me out the bathroom. I was like, she won't let me out. Yo, <laughs> nigga, this time I had to lock myself in the bathroom. I'm like, and she banging on the door. Yeah. Come on, come on. I'm like, I'm, I'm standing I'm like, Yo, in She won't bathroom. let me out. He goes, Erica, stop. <laughs> 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 nigga, I call her mom. Her mom telling her more toxic shit. Nothing would nothing nah. help. Nothing would help. The mother adding on. The mother adding on. Like, see, now this is what you get done. Nah, nah, mama. He don't fuck about. I'm just like, both y'all bitches is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody helping me. Terrifying. Woo! 
Shout out to niggas that lock themselves in the bathroom trying not to be physical and oh. uh, and, and toxic relationships. Yeah, you shout know. out all the brothers, if, all the dudes out there. If you're going through that and it's happy now, yeah, you need to get out. You still got to get out, brother. That's that's the part. She of got out that in her. About. She got that in her. That's that's the get out they ain't talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. If you've ever been locked in the bathroom, we recognize your struggle. Yeah. Yeah. We recognize your struggle locked in the bathroom. If you've ever just been isolated and your best friend is your Roku remote, we see you. Oh, yeah. The the why you got to leave? <laughs> why you leaving? Yeah. You ain't got no friends. You so got rid of me. You made me get rid of all my friends. All your homegirls is gone. And even women, too. Your homeboys is gone. You just been in the house. Work. Matter of fact, they don't even like the job you got. Now you're just sitting there. Playing The yeah. Sims. Yeah, luckily I don't live. I, luckily I don't live that type of. I don't mean. Woo, I don't live, I don't, it's not that bad for me, but I've definitely seen that. Yeah, man. Every time. Oh, shout out to the niggas that just be sleeping in the car at night, just trying to, just trying to get some rest, some peace. Now I'm allowed to have my space. <laughs> but we gotta go to the car to get it. But that's, a, but that's also where I think I differ from a lot of dudes. Like I like, I don't know if I'm gonna ever live with a. Like I, I flirt with the idea a lot, but living with a woman again. I, I, I I'm still. I, and Reggie took me to get here. Like I'm healed, and but I, I still want to have like a child in love. And I still believe in love. You know what I'm saying? I, I still feel like. Oh yeah, you definitely, you definitely, there. you're the dream of comedy. This nigga, he get a bit. That's my bitch. Like, <laughs> the, you know how the dream? Yeah. boy. The dream has never had a kid out of wedlock. The dream, like, if you get, a, if the dream gets you pregnant, he's gonna lock it down on paperwork before the kid drops. That's hilarious, bro. You would definitely, like, you definitely believe in love. I do believe in love. I believe in love, I but like I believe, it. but I also believe in knowing yourself, and I know me. Yes, that's what well, that's good. That's good, you know. Yeah, and I know me too, so I know I'm healed, but I also do want love. But hey, I I know I know. Uh, what's it called? Think, Boundaries. Woo, you, nigga, I, I got a ref for myself. Woo. Off size, nigga. She talk about why you talking to her? Off size. <laughs> All right. So how about Black this? On the play. You Speaking of boundaries, mm-hmm. do you still do you feel like you have you you, a, you used to be a young man running around? Yeah. Do you still feel like you have any dog in you, or are you a good boy now? Uh, has the old dog learned new tricks? Oh man, has the old dog learned new tricks? Yeah, the old dog has learned to love thyself. Yeah. So. Loving thyself, man. Yeah. I'm that dog in the dog part that just be on the that be by the fence just sitting. Alright. I just be sitting, chilling. <laughs> once that gate open, I'm out. <laughs> I don't wanna be I don't want nobody on no leash. I'm out, bro. Get off me, get get me out this fucking leaf, nigga. Yeah, so I just be chilling, bro. Good. I'm emotional. Ain't <laughs> therapy to do that. I, not even therapy. That's just me. I found I I'm a emo- like it's called what's it called? Um Demisexual, bro. Like I need to, I need to have an emotional attachment to be intimate with a partner. Wow. Yeah. Like I can't just like so if you're you a be like yo <laughs> Aries, but I do have Pisces Moon. <laughs> I got water. Yep, I got water and Scorpio rising. So yeah. Yeah, I remember being young and single and meeting chicks like that, and I was like, "What am I gonna do with you?" <laughs> <laughs> Take me out, Reggie. I'm like you. So all right, and then I start being as I'm like, so food, food is the emotion. Yeah, the food, dinner was the emotion. Got it. Roller skating, <laughs> <laughs> and then the movie, and then we just Netflix and so shit. just my money being spent is the emotion. That's got it. exactly what's happening. Yep, they. That's yeah, all you I got. You to got to find. Not no more, ladies. Yeah. I understand that a good time and memory is just us, you know, building a, a life together. Hell yeah! I think first date, guys should pay. Then the second date, that's on you. Nah. Where are you taking me? I want flowers. Nah. The guy paid first off. <laughs> the guy, like first off, whoever is initiating these dates, 
So if you hollered at her, then you paying for every date until she's like, hey, I want to show you a good time, and then she's then then that's her taking you on a date. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I think that's my just way. the most playlistic way I've gone about it to Ooh, never get really? caught out there. Ah, that's and a plus good I would way. Just, and yeah, and like you just and plus like you just a man only gonna play with us as long as his money is. So it's like you that's ain't gonna nice. invite a chick out to do something whack. So you you know you got shorty, but all right. Mm, okay. Yeah, I always been like dating first date. That's on me, and then second date. I'm like, I have that conversation. Like, hey, where you gonna go? Are you gonna, <laughs> I love that he has this conversation. Like, she's smiling and he's like, everything just the DJ stops and is like, er, so yeah. hey, I want to talk to you. Yeah, I want to talk to you real quick. This next so, outing. Uh, <laughs> this next outing we go. I like Boston Market. I, I you know, I just want eye keep, contact too. I want, yeah, I want eye keep, contact on Boston Market. I want to keep it low. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to hurt your pockets. <laughs> Oh, you Soul House? Okay, let's go Soul House. Sometimes that happens. Got you. That's real. <laughs> I just always acknowledge the fact that, like, if I hollered at her, then I'm the one that is starting all the stuff. I wish I knew that. I ain't have a dad like that, bro. Like, I have a dad, but I ain't have a dad. I have a dad, but, like, my dad, we suspect he has secret kids. Ooh. My dad is up to no good. Oh, shit. One time, like, so, like, that funeral gonna be rough. God so, forbid. yeah, my like, so, like, when my father was young, he had, he was juggling us, mm. so he was being father to both families, and he had a side chick, and he he ain't go see my siblings my, from his first marriage in a long time. Shit. He takes my older sister to his side chick's house because the side chick has a son. Yeah. So my sister's hyped to be like my sister lived up under my father, so yo. she's just hyped to be with my father. And the son at the side chick's house was like, yo, your father's cool as hell. She's like, yeah? He's like, yeah, he comes here every day and plays with me all the time. My sister was like, huh? Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> Woo, man, nigga, you just sound like Black Ink on VH1. Bro, like, you just, I was just like, yo, this is a reality show over here. God damn, right. My pops was out loud. Wow. Yo, your pops was out here. My sister's 42, still remembers that. Like, it was clear day. I'm like, Chum. yeah, that shit hurt. That's right, yeah. The little girl heard her just like, you remember that shit? Like, he playing with her, he ain't playing with his Nigga. And that's gonna be all in my second album. Nah, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Nori Davis, thank you so much for stopping by. Yo. This podcast. Hell Love yeah, buddy. Thank you for always being such a good big bro to me. Love you, me advice. Oh, always man. There. You know, I got you, man. You keep already know. Grinding, keep rising. Yes, sir. And uh, thank y'all for listening. Gang, gang. PSA Podcast is produced by Junius Valentine, sound engineer Adam Mock, and written by Reg Thomas. You've been listening to. An N-Stars production.